Namaste, everyone. Welcome to the Stars, Stripes, and Sanatani's podcast, run by Hindu teens for Hindu teens. I'm your host, Bhuvanesh Prabhakar, a junior from Bridgewater Raritan High School, and we would like to welcome Sri Pradha to the podcast stage. Hi, I'm Sri Pradha from Tapra Version High School, and I'm in 10th grade. Today's podcast is going to be a little bit more laid back, a little bit more informal, uh, and we're going to be reflecting upon our Mahashivaratri dance showcase. Uh, that we had yesterday. Essentially what it was, was a series of dance and music performances, uh, along with a guest speaker Q&A with Rukmini Vijayakumar that lasted for around four and a half hours uh, from 5 to 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. So Sriprada, I would like to ask you what your initial impressions are of the event now that it's sort of over and you can look back on it in retrospect. I think I definitely enjoyed the event. I enjoyed emceeing and watching all the dancers. It was it was very memorable for me. What about for you? I totally agree. I think memorable is the best way to describe that. Um, I think especially because like we were able to pull through despite many te- technical difficulties. I think that it sort of showed our perseverance and our sort of dedication to this cause um, and the dedication of all the viewers that stuck around. Uh, which was absolutely phenomenal. Um, And the donations are continuing to roll in, and so we thank you all very much for your support. So I think by any sort of objective metrics, the event was a success. And speaking more uh, holistically, I think that I really enjoyed all of the dances. Um, Everyone brought their A-game. I I really enjoyed some of the songs uh, as well. And so along those lines, I would like to ask you, what your favorite performance was, favorite couple performances, we can even say? Honestly, I enjoyed all of them. They were all they were all amazing. But if I had to choose, I would probably say I I enjoyed Mira Meredith. I hers I was like in a trance the whole time. But I enjoyed everyone's. It was they were all amazing. What about for you? What, what did you enjoy the most? Um I almost verbatim have the same answer as you. Um, Mira Meredi's performance was absolutely stunning. Uh, it might be a little bit of a bias considering that she's my dance teacher's daughter, but I really enjoyed Rasya's San- Sandhya Tandavam as well. Um, I think that it was really well executed. Um, and I agree. It's sort of that uh, particular Rasa that you feel when you're sort of entranced. Um, and so speaking of Rasa, right, and all of... Uh, those types of things. I think I learned a lot from both writing the script and hearing what everyone else that wrote the script uh, wrote, because a lot of the information that was presented uh, throughout the showcase in little bits and pieces was really informative. I particularly enjoyed um, the little bits about uh, Kashmiri Shaivism, as well as the uh, way Mahashivaratri is celebrated in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, what about you? Like, what information do you think sort of stuck out to you in the MC bits? Yeah, I agree. Like, how Mahashivaratri is celebrated around the world, that, that definitely stuck out to me. And also, like, about Rasa and um, about each, like, the little descriptions of each of the dances. I, I've, like, heard of the dances, most of the dances, and I've seen them before, but I've never actually known, like, exactly what they were about. So it was really nice to see, like, to hear about and to learn about the meaning behind all the dances, it definitely made me appreciate them more. So, Sri Prada, I'm a Bharatanatyam dancer and you are a Kuchipudi dancer. So, 
from that, I want to sort of ask you what you thought that the uh, what how you viewed the ratio of Bharatanatyam to Kuchipudi dances uh, in the event. Do you think it was fair? Yeah, for sure, for sure. There were there was an even amount of Bharatanatyam and Kuchipudi music. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, I think that submissions wise, like we didn't even have to do anything. It was almost split half and half based on what we got. Um, and I think that because of that, um, it sort of added a lot of variety to the event. Um, so in terms of speaking of variety, I guess, uh, we also had a lot of songs interspersed within the dances. And I think they sort of served as like nice pace breakers because with Shiva, right, you have this particular rasa that's very um, like angry, like the Rudra Tandavam that we mentioned um, that Shiva did uh, when... Uh, Sati threw herself into the yagna, right? Um, Shiva is a very intense, uh, has a very intense rasa. And I think that a lot of the songs sort of um, either sidestepped that intensity or sort of brought it down to a little bit more cool of an atmosphere. Um, so along those lines, uh, do you, did you enjoy Did you enjoy the songs? I, I think I thoroughly did. Yeah, me too. I, they definitely served to like, as little breaks for everyone and also just like revamp the energy and just like get us started again, you know, it, they were definitely enjoyable. Yeah, I did enjoy them too. Yeah, for sure. Um, particularly, uh, my friend Anurag, uh, he did, he's the HSLB Marketing and Communications Chair, and he did all of the wonderful aesthetic work, including the program, the Instagram posts, the Instagram stories, um, the backgrounds, all of that for this event was all Anurag, so shout out to Anurag. Uh, he was telling me that his favorite piece of the evening was Adi Bhikshuvu because of the stellar audio work that Krishnakant put into that piece. And I have to say, I'm inclined to agree. Um, the audio mixing was absolutely sublime on that particular piece. And I obviously also, the singing was divine. I absolutely love that. But um, the mixing was like, it was really cool. Um, so one thing I sort of wanted to reflect on was the MC bits themselves. Because I feel like as we were writing this, uh, the MC bit sort of uh, changed tone a little bit. I don't know. How do you feel about that? I think that it sort of changed tone a little bit partway through the show. Not necessarily a bad thing, just an observation. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did see that too. I think it started out more like when we, when we were actually MCing too, I think we were all like a bit more awkward and just like, um, we were all nervous. But then as it went on, we got like, we were more free and like, it, it went from like more kind of uncomfortable a little bit to like it turned out amazing at the end it was just it was really nice and everyone was so free and comfortable yeah i actually think comfortable is a great way to describe it i think by the end we sort of all had that synergy that allowed us to uh MC the event uh, mm -hmm. pretty decently um so i think that another thing i kind of want to hit upon is just the magnitude of support that we've gotten um in terms of the fact that even a day later, um, my appa is still getting texts uh, from people saying that uh, they're still donating to this cause. And obviously, we're seeing that when we look through the uh, donation categories, when uh, uh, those are looked through. And I think that that sort of is a testament to the dancer's quality um, and to the quality of the event itself. Um, so I think, that, I think that it was a success. I think that it really was really very great um so yeah thank you for joining us for this discussion shripada 
I want to talk a little bit about Rukmini Vijay Kumarji and her guest appearance. I believe that her analysis of the shlokam Angikam Puvanam Yasya Vachikam Sarva Vangmayam Arati Chandratarati Tamnama Satvikam Shivam was very profound. It gave me a new perspective on the significance of character switching and energetic synergy in relation to rasa. I totally agree. The way that Rukmini ji talked about Vedanta and connected it to Mahashivaratri was incredibly profound. And I think that it sort of took me a little bit to process exactly what she was saying, but once I did, I was very grateful to have listened to it. Uh, moreover, I would like to touch on the wonderful career advice that she gave. Um, the fact that she said that you should only go into the arts if you're super passionate about it, and if it literally consumes your life. Uh, I think that that's sort of really, really sound advice uh, that more people should sort of listen to, and I'm, I'm really glad that she gave it. Yes, her career advice was definitely really useful. Absolutely. Rukmini's presence was a highlight for both you and I. But what do other Hindu teens think of this event? Yeah, I'm curious about that too. We will now transition to the segment of our podcast where Hindu American teens from around the country say what they like the most about the Mahashivaratri dance fundraiser. Hi, my name is Pavitra. I'm a current sophomore at Berkeley High School. My favorite part of the Mahashivaratri dance event was being able to see all of these talented people come and perform. It was an overall really amazing event. Hi, my name is Sudarshan Acharya Kalakunta. I'm in Bridgewater Raritan High School, and uh, I played the violin on, on, the, on the Mahashivaratri event. My favorite part of the Mahashivaratri event was when my friend Bhuvi played Shobhili uh, Saptaswara, which was one of my favorite songs. Thank you. Namaste, everyone. My name is Aditya Walker, and I go to Jericho High School in New York. And my favorite part of the Mahashivaratri showcase was Rukmini Ji's super valuable insight into the Natya Shastra and how that it applies to performing as arts as a whole. Namaste, my name is Risha Johnny. And I'm from Plano West Senior High School in Texas. And my favorite part of Mahashivratri's showcase was the happiness I felt seeing all of my fellow HSLB people perform and MC. It was a great job for my team, so good job to everyone. Hi, I'm Nikita, a Hindu teen from New Jersey. And my favorite part of the Mahashivratri dance showcase was Meera Mayreddy's Kuchipudi performance of Neela Mega. Namaste, my name is Vasu Raval from Marlboro, New Jersey. My favorite part of the Mahashivratri dance showcase was the variety of performances. I love seeing singing, violin, kuchipudi, and the Bharatanatyam represented. Sneha Rahul, I loved your Soham Damaru Bajay especially. Awesome job. Wow, those were some really nice comments. Thank you, everyone. We will now be transitioning to the two interviews that we have for this podcast. The first interview is with Mira Meiradiji, a high school student from Pennsylvania who performed during the event. Secondly, we will be talking with Sneha Anand, a high school student from New Jersey who also performed during the event. Uh, namaste, Miraji. Um, thank you so much for agreeing to interview with us on this podcast. Uh, both Sriprada and I mutually agreed. Um, in the preceding segment of this podcast, that your dance was probably one of our favorites uh, in the event. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. All right. Um, I guess I'll start with the first thing Shripa that told me about how I started Kuchipui. Um Well, I started when I was six years old, and um, it was actually because um, 
my mom initially put me in it because she wanted me to do Bollywood dances. But after I um, started learning, I realized that I actually like classical dance more. And that's, I guess, how I started actually focusing on Kuchipudi dance. What about dance appeals to me is the, I guess, the expressions. I really think that the learning the expressions is a lot of fun, and I think it makes the dance really interesting. Um, and in sometimes, like, in dances, you don't see that type of expression, but in Kuchipudi, it's really prominent. It's a prominent piece of Kuchipudi for that expression. So... Um, I guess that's the main thing in Kuchipudi dance that appeals to me, like specifically in Kuchipudi dance. But the whole thing is honestly a lot of fun. I enjoy doing like dances and I really like the feeling afterwards after doing a dance and like, you know, doing it for like 10, 15 minutes at a time. Like it feels really good. I feel very accomplished. So, you know, sometimes dance can take up a lot of time since, um, Currently, I'm not only just doing going to classes. I have like competitions, performances. Um, I'm currently getting my certification in dance, and I teach dance. So all of that takes a lot of time. But um, I guess I manage my time well. Um, you know, before classes, I'll, like, practice and stuff like that. So I guess it, it may be difficult at times to incorporate everything, but um, it, it works, I guess, because of my time management, how I manage my time. I figure it out. You know, some days I won't be able to practice because I have too much schoolwork or I have other commitments. So sometimes it's a little difficult, but... In the future, I definitely want to keep pursuing dance. I don't want to just stop um, doing dance. Um, um, many people, I guess, stop after they do their arangetrum, um, but I really want to continue it in college as well and continue to do dance performances as I think it's a really important part of my life. And I really want to continue doing it because... I don't think I can just let it go that easily, you know, even if, you know, I get a lot of work in college or even when I'm older and an adult, I still want to continue it because it's an important part of my life. And I've been doing it for so many years that I don't want to just stop. So I definitely want to continue giving performances in the future and continue teaching people dance. I think that would be a lot of fun. I don't have a favorite item Per se, I mean, my favorite type of items would be um, the dance dramas where I get to reenact different characters. And that's where I really like to show my expressions. Um, those type of dances are my favorite items. There isn't any one specifically, but um, anything where I get to, you know, really show my expressions, really um, be able to show my acting Um I really like those because it it's honestly a lot of fun to depict a story in a dance. So I have a lot of fun with those. Those are usually items involving um, Krishna and um, Brahma, gods, like um, similar to that. Like those type of dances are probably my favorite, but there's not one in particular. But as I said before, um, 
one really big thing that I like about dance is the feeling afterwards and especially dancing on stage there's like a different feeling about it with all these people watching you and the lights in your face it feels really great I guess that you feel very accomplished um it's a little like I mean I did have stage fright initially it's a little scary but I honestly think like that feeling afterwards when everyone's clapping for you it really makes you feel proud of what you're doing and your effect on the audience and hearing all those compliments afterwards it makes you feel like all that hard work you put in is really worth it so yeah those are I guess my opinions on contributing dance personally to me that was really insightful thank you for sharing uh I (laughs) agree with a lot of what you said um I think that all of your dedication sort of shines through in your dance. And one more thing I kind of wanted to ask you was, uh, how much practice did the plate dancing take? Because I'm a Bharatanatyam dancer myself, um, and I've personally never had to deal with anything that strenuous. The most that I've had to deal with is knee spins. So how much practice did that plate spinning take? It took me a long time. It's mainly just like figuring out balance i guess i mean i'm still not perfect at it i still have a lot of work to do with it but it it did take a lot of time i mean i've been learning plates for like about a year and a half now i was supposed to do my r&d trim last year but due to covid it got canceled but i was preparing to do plate for my r&d trim and um you know like Ever since then, I guess whatever an item requires me to do plate dance, I practice for that. So I've been practicing for a year and a half on and off. But before the performance that I did, um, I had been practicing for like a good month just to like get in shape and be able to balance myself. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, contrary to all of these newfound assertions that procrastination is the best and practice doesn't mean anything. Um, that's truly false. Practice does mean everything. Uh, and one more thing I actually wanted to ask before we wrap this up is how you sort of practice your expressions. Because I feel like I personally struggle with that a lot, um, trying to figure out how to practice expressions, because it feels a little bit uh, disingenuous doing, the, doing them to myself in a mirror. Um, so uh-huh. how, do you, how do you practice your expressions? I mean... Honestly, for me, I just will do the dance and instead of doing it in front of a mirror, I never really thought that worked for me because I don't know, it just never worked for me. But what I would do is I would do the dance and then I would record myself doing it and then watch it. And basically I would watch myself do it and watch other videos of other people and kind of figure out what would be the best expression at that moment for that specific character. And, um, that way I would fix my corrections and I would just continuously, you know, dance, take a video and then look at my expressions and fix it. So yeah. I guess. Um, so thank you so much, uh, Miraji, uh-huh. for coming on uh, and talking with us. Uh, hopefully uh, we can have more events like this in the future. Um, yeah, for sure. And really it was, it was great seeing your piece. Um, so yeah, have a nice day. Thank you. You too. Hi, Sneha. Thank you for taking the time to join us here today. To start off, I just wanted to say I absolutely loved your singing at the Maharishi Ratri event. It was truly mesmerizing. <laughs> Thank you. So how did you get into Hindustani music? Like, what about it appeals to you? Um, so I started uh, Hindustani music when I was around four years old. 
Um, I always had this passion, you know, for music, even before I could talk, my mom said. <laughs> my family is also very musically inclined. My mother's sister is a really great singer, and my fa- many of my family members can play instruments such as the veena and the violin. Um, so my mom saw that I had a interest for traditional Indian music, and she wanted to always, you know, find a way to teach me a lot about Indian culture. Because uh, growing up in um, America, you know, Indian Americans like me are not really exposed to Indian culture as much as we should be um, exposed to. So, and in school, like, uh, it usually seems that Indian culture is always seen as um, uncool and students are usually pressured to not be too Indian. So in order to learn more about my culture through music, I started um, learning a few songs here and there from the internet. Um, <laughs> I was particularly attached to um, this song. Um, so that was the one song I was really attached to. So my mom searched for a place, um, like an outlet where I could learn. And, you know, I joined the Suresh Vatkar Music Academy. Um, I learned music for about few, for a few years over there. But um, my teacher started uh, moving closer and closer to Bollywood music. So we pulled out because my goal was to, you know, learn traditional music. Um, I took a break for about a year or so, and but during that time, my family and I were desperately searching for him, the Sunny music teacher, and we came across this video of a boy singing beautifully, um, you know, with fast songs, perfect pitch, bhav, which is basically sweetness. Um, so we found that he was part of Swarasangam Academy, the music school that I'm currently part of, and when I turned 11, I started learning over there. Oh, wow, that's that's awesome. So you're as a teen, like it's probably busy. You probably have like a busy routine. So how do you like incorporate music into that? Right. Um, I'm a junior in high school and things tend to be like very stressful, right? Um, as my schedule fills up with school exams, homework, test prep. <laughs> so I always try to listen to music, even if it's just for 10, 15 minutes, because it's really therapeutic and helps me distress in a way. De-stress. <laughs> Um, I learn, I listen to music in the final in five minutes between classes, right after school, when I'm on the bus, right before bed, um, and right when I wake up. Even if I don't have the time during the day, I still squeeze it in somehow, you know, procrastination. <laughs> um, I also have this annoying friend, a habit that my friends hate a lot, which is I basically hum all the time. Even, even sometimes I sing... Um, open-mouthedly in the hallways, in the bathroom, or when we hang out. So, yeah. Wow, yeah. I do that, too, sometimes, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> do you plan on pursuing music in the future? Um, I do plan on pursuing music as um, a side hobby, a job. Um, like, I want to professionally record and post it on a public platform, so, yeah. Wow, I'm sure you'll do great. Thank you. So what's one of your favorite like musical pieces? Um, it's super hard to choose. Like there's too many <laughs> coming at my head right now. Mm, but there's this one, it's Rag Bargeshwari. And it's it's really sweet, it's nice. It's the notes are <laughs> 
And there's this one bandhish event. Um, so it's very sweet and has that, you know, bit of harkat, which is needed over then. It's beautiful. Um, there's this another one in the same rag. So that's also another one I really like. Um, another rag that I really like, it's, you know, quite a lot different from Bhageshwari, um, is I hear better. The notes are... And there's um, this bandish... So, you see, there's like this tone difference, but it's beautiful in its own way. So, yeah. Those are all beautiful. <laughs> so, I take it like wanting to be, like wanting to pursue it as a side hobby, you've probably sung like on stage and like got that experience, right? How would you describe it? Like, how would you describe how that feels? So, uh, when I was around four or five, I started singing on stage. Um, I was one of the youngest soloists to sing on on stage at my former school. But I didn't really care about, you know, the audience. I just was so excited to, you know, be on the stage and be center of the stage and under the spotlight. Um, but as growing up, as as I grew up, like, you know, the nerves, you, you always feel the nerves. But I usually I usually feel really excited and really happy to sing for the audience and be on stage. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Wow, those interviewees were super stellar and super passionate. Yeah, I agree. They seem to really enjoy what they do. We will see you next week uh, for our LGBTQ plus podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at HSE High School, uh, as well as an anchor link with all of our podcast uh, material. And we hope to see you next week. Goodbye, Shreepertha. Bye, Zavanish.